Previously on the Thursday Night Club. I start getting into the Christmas spirit right around Labor Day, and I think that's still way too late. I'm convinced that I can figure out a way to keep the Christmas feeling all year long. I think a lot of this comes from how my family always looked at Christmas in two ways. As something we did for each other, and as something we did for our community. This year, though, the club decided that they would work on their own projects to share the Christmas spirit by giving a helping hand to others. Of course, this being the Thursday Night Club, they had to make a contest out of it. <laughs> all right, all right. Is anyone going to update the group on their progress? No. no. Wow, the competition's getting cutthroat around here. But let me tell you something, Izzy. Donating marrow is a life-saving gift. So you'll let me know when you're ready to schedule this? I was hoping we could do it tomorrow. Tomorrow? Lily is a good friend of mine. She told me what you did. She also told me that you've been checking in on her every day since the incident. That's really good of you. I mean, Lily is like, she's a pretty amazing person. She thinks you're pretty amazing too. I just had to look at the person who gave my son his life back. We really just wanted to tell you how thankful we are for what you did. We'll never let Cameron forget about his angel. Drama Initiative and Jale and Warren Trepp present the Thursday Night Club, an audio drama based on the book by Stephen Manchester. just about time for the festivities to begin. The room looks beautiful. It's don't look too closely or you'll notice the chips and the ornaments and soda stain on the afghan beautiful, but it's still beautiful. Everyone's parents were fairly upset that their kids weren't coming home for Christmas, but they eventually came to understand the reason this was so important to the Thursday night club and even helped to make tonight's gathering feel special. Kevin's family provided the tree and a bunch of decorations. Randy's sent some goofy stuff from his childhood. Ava's grandmother sent a set of antique lights that had been in the family since the 1920s, and those went around the windows. Izzy's mom sent a basket of home-baked treats in beautiful red, green, and gold foil wrapping. And my parents? sent a gift card to the local supermarket, exhorting the club to use it for food for the feast only. Randy's response was that we would do exactly that and use any cash we had lying around for beer and wine. The living room absolutely glimmers. I don't think this place has ever looked as radiant as it does tonight. 
It looks so warm and inviting that you can practically feel the crackling fireplace, even though no fireplace exists. We've decorated our places for Christmas before, but in previous years, there was always a sense of irony to it. Randy found a plastic deer head at a junk shop and mounted it on his door with a red nose pasted on, that sort of thing. This was different, though. Even the comical items in this room felt more like a... a smile between good friends than something played for laughs. If it's possible to feel genuine affection for a mechanical Santa playing a guitar and swaying his hips, I'm feeling it right now. Because all I see is the joy in Kevin's eyes as he pulled it out of the box to show us. Maybe it's that there's just a lot of stuff in this room. Maybe it's that Christmas Eve is always special and it's the first one for this group together. Or maybe it's something else entirely. Maybe this is the feeling generated when you make a united effort to amplify the spirit of Christmas. When you employ the power of that spirit from early October to now. When a group of people who love each other make a conscious effort to feel Christmas longer and with a more soulful commitment. Yes, the Good Deeds contest will be decided tonight. And yes, one club member will be all of 75 cents richer at the end of it. But I would be more than fine if we left the entire contest thing up in the air. If we could suspend this moment forever, I would be good with that. I'm perfectly fine feeling the way I'm feeling right now. Just another get-together of the Thursday Night Club. Oh, so glad we could have this little casual potluck. Yeah, just an easy gathering, no advanced planning, no <laughs> expectations. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I spent days slaving over my appetizer. Oh. Do you know how much effort it takes to shape pieces of Spam into tiny Christmas trees? That sounds awful. Um, please <laughs> tell me you did not bring that dog food back into the apartment. Ava, you've just insulted so many people on more levels than you can even imagine. I I don't really care. I can't even look at spam uh, okay. without- I brought chips and dip, okay? <laughs> oh, which you consider an appetizer? Well, it beats the aforementioned alternative, doesn't it? Ah, uh, chips and dip, that's a bush league, Kev. <clears throat> Friends, I made seafood and brie stuffed mushroom caps. It's my grandmother's recipe and a tradition at our family dinner table every Christmas Eve. I've, I've made them before, but- Yeah, um... okay, Randy, you made stuffed mushroom caps. You're so full of it. What? Go ahead, try one. Wow. You actually made oh these? Oh my god. These are amazing. Thank you. The trick is to strike the perfect balance between cracker crumbs and butter. I didn't know you could cook. Yeah, well, you already had me so high up on a pedestal, Lizzie. I didn't want to seem like too perfect. Wow. Are you yeah. not telling oh us god. that we've been eating <laughs> like peasants for four years while well, you can cook like this? Uh, just because I can cook doesn't mean I like to cook. And really, I can only make like three things. Uh, so. Yeah, what are the other two? <laughs> well, 
You'll just have to wait until our next formal event to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shh, shh. I love this song. Fall on your knees and hear the angels' voices. O night divine, O night, when Christ was born. O night divine, O night, O night divine. Amazing tune. Uh, what was that? What? What was what? That golden tone that just came out of your face. Oh yeah, Kevin can sing. What? Do you do this? Yeah, well he sings in the shower sometimes. We've known each other for nearly four years. How have we not heard this before? I really only sing to myself and Randy, as it turns out. Dude, you shouldn't be listening to me while I'm taking a shower. Yeah. No, it's not weird. That's rude. I don't know <laughs> what made me do that just then. The place looks great. Ava, the song came on and I know, it just did. We'll do more. <laughs> <laughs> Only if Dominic the Donkey comes on. Hey, hey. Uh, is that a Christmas song? Dominic. Okay. So since we seem to be stunning each other with revelations tonight, I have something that's going to surprise you as well. I was going to save it for when we sat down for dinner, but mm, I guess I'll do it now. <clears throat> it's a poem. A poem! <laughs> oh, my roommate writes poetry. <laughs> Is this a Christmas party or an alternate reality movie? I write poetry sometimes. Yes, but does it come with a flow chart, Ava? <laughs> <laughs> I probably deserve that, but no. No flow charts for Andy. This poem was inspired by the time we've spent together on the front porch. Standing alone, one dim porch light illuminates the gray sky of night. Snowflakes, each unique and intricately detailed, dance briefly beneath its courageous light, gently falling to the street. They selflessly gather as one covering the accumulated filth of society. Dark shadows are replaced by white linen, bringing a warmth to a frigid world. For a moment, there is an untouched purity, a virtual rebirth. But people must stir from their sleep. Ignorantly, they trod over the morning, never realizing that the night had offered another beginning. This new blanket is quickly worn and tattered, again exposing the dirt of the past. And through it all, one dim porch light flickers, silently hoping that on one night, if only for one night, it may generate enough light to reveal the truth. Okay, I probably only understood about an eighth of that, but... Holy crap. I second that. Um, <clears throat> just one note, Ava. Not all of the lines rhymed. Oh, thanks <laughs> for that, Randy. 
I'll incorporate your feedback into my revisions. Very good, very good. I loved it, Ava. Okay, guys, I made you all something. We said no presents, right? This isn't a present. It's just a trinket. Here, there's one for each of you. Angel tree ornaments? They're beautiful. Well, I wanted each of us to have a token to commemorate this night. Something small to remember everything we've shared together. You're gonna make me cry, Is Yeah, but, but I mean, we'll be together again. Yeah, this isn't the end for us, Is We still got a whole nother semester together, and then even after school. Well, no, I know that, but we'll never be here again. We'll never have this night again. And I want all of us to remember where we came from. I love it. And I'll keep it forever. Okay, so not that this hasn't been special and all, but the food smells amazing and I am very hungry. So can we eat? And then I have a contest to win. Oh, no. (laughs) What, man? What? I do. I will... Okay. Who's going to go first? Who's bold enough to announce him or herself the Good Deeds champion from the start? Anyone? Fine. Fine. I'll go first. Yeah. Let me just say up front that I didn't solve any of the world's great problems. (gasps) Yeah. I did, however, (laughs) run a book drive for the Source Community Center that is going to get an awful lot of books. And I want to emphasize an awful lot Mm -hmm. to people who don't normally have access to good reading material. Yay. This morning, we we gave out a bunch of wrapped books to the kids at a little Christmas party. And they were so appreciative and just like so into it. A couple of the kids asked me to read to them and I'm telling you, it was the best performance I've put on in a very long time. (laughs) Sounds great, Is. I mean, good thing you got over your flu or bubonic plague or whatever it is you had, right? Yeah, bubonic plague. You're a laugh riot, Randy. <laughs> I think it was Kevin's chicken soup that brought me all the Excuse way back. Excuse me, Kevin? You made her chicken soup? <laughs> I, I didn't make the soup. I, I bought it and gave it to her. Why does everyone automatically assume that if you bring someone chicken soup that you actually made it? Okay, anyway, on top of the books, we actually got some donations that are going to keep sores and books for a very long time to come. Very nice work, is. Yeah, really nice. Thank you. I feel good about it. But there's something else. Reading to the kids sort of drove it home to me this morning, but the book drive and some other stuff has made me realize something that I've sort of been coming to realize for a while. I'm not cut out for the stage. What? Is. Is. Yes. You're great. Oh, that's nice of you to say, Kevin, but we all know that I'm really not. And that's okay because I love theater, and I also know that I love giving of myself. So when I graduate, I'm not going to try to make it on Broadway or in Hollywood or in a community theater in Nashua, New Hampshire. (laughs) I'm going to work with kids. Maybe work at a children's theater or even start one if I can scratch together the cash. Look, I was never me up on that stage. I was always somebody else. And as it turns out, I'm not particularly good at being somebody else. But when I'm me, I can actually accomplish something. I've really learned that recently. So that's what I'm going to do. Pardon me for a second while I pick up my jaw off the floor. That's really fantastic, Is. (laughs) Thanks. It's a brand new decision, but it feels really right. Yeah. 
<sighs> okay, who's next? Randy? I don't have to go next. I won the coin flip, so. Oh, we boy, didn't yeah, have a coin flip. No, I flipped a coin while the rest of you were in the kitchen. I won. Oh. No, you can trust me on uh-huh. this. No, I don't have to go next. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fine. I will be magnanimous. <clears throat> okay. So, you know the rumor about how I might have been involved in stopping the attack in the East parking lot a few weeks back? I knew Okay, it. okay, yes. It was me. You finally had your superhero moment. Not exactly. I mean, but to tell you the truth, I don't really remember the actual moment at all. At one second, I saw the attack happening, and then the next, I was sitting on the guy and my knuckles hurt. So your good deed is you've made a mask and a cape, and you're going to be stalking the campus at night. Hey, I'd better than the monkey costume, I guess. Yes, oh, yeah, totally. exactly <laughs> that. With the exception of the mask, the cape, and the stalking. What I did do is establish a student crime watch that will be operational at the beginning of the spring semester. I mean, I was amazed at how many people signed up to help, way more than I anticipated. I'm going to be working on assignment schedules during the entire break. Wow, think of all the people you may be saving from becoming future victims. Not bad for a communications major. Yes, well, uh, about that. I have also decided to take criminal justice courses next year so I can graduate with two majors. You what? You're staying for a fifth year? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I am. How do you mix a communications major with a criminal justice major? Well, with incredible levels of ingenuity, or I don't. I mean, this thing really opened my eyes. You guys, I felt more alive and more in my element while I was helping Lily and while I was organizing the crime watch than I ever felt DJing. And I'm pretty sure I'm like supposed to do this. Maybe I'll join the campus police. Maybe I'll go into the military. Maybe my career will be in municipal law enforcement, but I'm serious about it. Wow, wow you, you must be. You just use the word serious. <laughs> I've never heard that word come out of your mouth before. All right, well, let me give you another word you've never heard come out of my mouth before. Love. Uh, as in, I think I might be in it. Ooh. I mean, look, it's, it's very early and we're taking it super slowly for obvious reasons, but I checked in with Lily a few times after the attack to just make sure she was okay. And the first few visits were, I don't know, they were really quiet because she was so shaken up, but as we spent more time together, we started talking. And, and I mean like epic talks, like primo, top, classified stuff. I've never really wanted to be with someone as much as I want to be with her. Present company included, which is really saying something. But like I said, we're taking things very slowly. We haven't even kissed yet, but I definitely think I might possibly be in love. Mm. (laughs) Okay, okay, calm down. (laughs) Just to be clear though, that last part has nothing to do with the contest, right? Like, Randy doesn't get extra points for finding a girlfriend in the middle of this. I don't? Yes, no, 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 you got it, Ava. Though, I think, Ava, you might have lost a couple points for bringing it up. Oh, ha, really? Ha, ha. This seems like the perfect segue oh. to your presentation. Okay. <clears throat> My thing isn't as sustainable as what Izzy and Randy did, but I'm certainly going to keep doing it through the end of the school. And I've been commissioned to write a piece about it for the school paper, so hopefully others will follow my lead. 
I've been volunteering at the retirement home in town, visiting with the residents. With a lot of them, I don't have to do anything. I just need to be there so they know that they're not alone in the world and that another human being actually cares. It probably doesn't sound like much, but I've seen how much it means to each of them. That's really nice, Ava. I get it. I visit my grandmother at her assisted living home a few times, and the other residents just flock around me. So many of them are starving for contact. Yeah, there's a woman there named Mrs. Lacombe. She's opened my eyes in a big way. She's helped me to understand that I've been putting an inappropriate emphasis on money and ambition. I have tended to judge people on how much they make and their career tracks. I guess I didn't completely understand how shallow that was until now. Sorry, given the way this night is going, is this the part where you tell us that you're giving up your finance major and getting a degree in social work? No, no, <laughs> definitely not. I'm still going to head a corporation by the time I'm 35. Ah, yes. However, I'm also going to make sure I volunteer somewhere every weekend. Retirement homes, women's shelters, VA hospitals, anywhere that I'm needed. That's great. I really thought I needed to wear blinders if I was going to win the race. I was so so wrong, and I'm so, so glad I figured that out. With the help of some very valuable friends. <laughs> That's really good, Ava. Yeah, thanks. So, that leaves you, Kevin. Yes, it does. Well, as you guys know, I pretty much had to beg, borrow, almost steal <laughs> to pay for college. I realized when I was very young that without a degree, I'd never get the opportunities needed to climb out of my family's financial situation right. and create a better future for myself and my children, if I have any. <laughs> I, was, I was raised by folks who created miracles by just keeping food on the table, roof over our heads. Mm. But I always felt ashamed that we had nothing. Been there. But the more I think about it, the more I realize that life is about seizing opportunity as long as the opportunity is there in the first place, there are so many people in difficult financial circumstances who are just ready to do great things. They just need to start. So I thought that I would contribute to that start by riding my bike from Boston to the tip of the Cape. <sighs> That's why you were walking wow. funny for like a week. Yep. That would be why, but it wasn't <laughs> just me. There were more than 20 other people who rode along with me and all of them helped raise money. I met this guy who got the local business community engaged and suddenly it started turning into a pretty big deal. How big? Two full scholarships worth of big. Ooh. And promises from most of the corporate donors to keep it going for the conceivable future. The people in charge of next year's ride are already committed. I mean, that's a total game changer for like, I mean, for a couple kids. Yeah, and a couple more the year after that and the year after that and so on. Nice work, Kev. <laughs> hey. When I'm running my corporation, you can come on and raise capital. <laughs> Probably gonna pass on that one, Ava, but thanks. And actually, speaking of passing, I'm, I'm passing on Apex. What? Whoa. Yeah, mm. I, I know that sounds insane, but this campaign showed me a lot. I love raising money for causes that I believe in. I've never felt better than when I was doing it. So last week, I sent my resume out to a bunch of NGOs hoping someone will hire me as a fundraiser, or at least the guy that gets coffee for all the people doing the fundraising. Mm. You'd be very good at that. <laughs> and uh, I got a couple of interviews lined up over break. Whoa! 
Wow, we were doing this to make a little difference in some other people's lives, and we wound up making huge differences in our own. Yeah, none of this would have happened without Jessie. I really miss her. We all do. And setting a place for her at the head of the table was a really nice touch. But it's also a potent reminder that she's gone. Yeah, I mean... As if we needed any reminders. I think about her all the time. You know, one of my first conversations with Lily was about the moment I found out about the accident. I was getting out of my improv class and someone came up to me and said that a woman had been struck by a speeding car and that he was pretty sure that I knew her. Yeah. You called me. We rushed over to the park on Elm. It felt so surreal at the accident scene, just standing in the center of the largest crowd I'd ever seen. And as we tried to make our way through all of those people. A sheet-covered stretcher being loaded in the rear of an ambulance. At least she passed instantly. Jesse was taken way, way too soon. But you know what? She lived every day of her life. She certainly packed it in, didn't she? But she was going to accomplish so much more. I mean, she was going to pull off (laughs) incredible things. So we'll just have to pull off all those incredible things for her. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I heard that the college will be presenting Jesse's parents with an honorary degree. Well, it's only right. This may sound strange, but this contest to honor Jesse's memory has become just as important to me as graduating in the spring. No, it doesn't sound strange at all. In a way, we're all graduating twice. How's that? In a few months, we'll all be graduating from higher education. But tonight, tonight we're graduating from childhood. To adult lives of purpose. To living by Jessie's example. You know, she always said she wanted to live the Christmas spirit every day. Well, you know what? I'm in. Me too. I am not letting go of this feeling. Not a chance. You know, we said we were going to let Jesse decide who won the contest. Would it be ridiculously corny to say that Jesse would have told us that we all did? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculously corny. But also completely right. Hey, you guys. Did I ever mention that Jesse speaks to me every night? Well... I hate to break it to you, but last night she told me that the rest of you might think that she would have chosen all of us to be the winner, but I really won this by a mile. How you doing, Jesse? I knew this part was going to be tough. I think I underestimated it. You got to spend a lot of time with them these last few months. That's true. I know. And it was wonderful. And you were an enormous help to them. Keeping their hearts motivated when they started to question whether they could do it. 
serving as their sounding board, mm -hmm. being their inspiration in so many ways that even they don't realize, and providing the spirit, always providing the spirit. Yeah, well, that was always sort of my thing. I don't think you fully understand, Jesse. You have more of it than nearly anyone I've ever met. Really? So much of it that, that even from this place, you were able to fill the Thursday night club with it. They will never be the same. You realize that, don't you? Yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> Randy's probably going to wind up hating me for exposing his deep well of compassion. <laughs> I'm guessing that won't be how he feels, though. Yeah, probably not. I could always tell that he wanted his inner good guy to come out. So what do I do now? Do I keep an eye on them to make sure they maintain their commitment to keep the spirit alive after the holidays? I'm afraid your time with the Thursday Night Club is through. You will live in them forever, and because of that, the Christmas spirit will always be with them. But now it's time to bring that spirit to others. So many more people need to learn what the club has now learned. And Jesse, you are supremely qualified to do the job. I, I think this was always your calling. That's why you came to us so soon. Hmm. Let me tell you a story. It's about a young girl who grew up very differently from you. Her family had a great deal of money, and they would spend it on lavish vacations and on filling their house with every luxury. And the girl didn't know anything else. And so she spent her days dreaming up more things that her parents could buy for her. For Christmas every year, she'd fill her list with the most expensive toys, the most expensive clothes, the most expensive experiences. <laughs> One time, oh, she even asked for a private performance from a world-famous ballerina. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, she was pretty spoiled. When the girl was 13, doctors learned that she had a devastating illness and she died within a few months. Her parents had used their considerable wealth to get her the best doctors, and afterwards... They raged at the doctor's incompetence and they even sued the hospital. Mm. What they didn't do and what they'd never really done with their daughter was spend time with her, even as that time became more precious. When that girl found herself on this side, she discovered that wealth can only be defined by the amount of love you give and receive. She wished so hard to be able to share that message with her parents, and she was given the opportunity to make a small intervention in their lives. That Christmas, her parents had decided to bury their grief with a vacation in the mountains, but their limousine driver's car broke down, mm. and they missed their flight. Left alone in their home on Christmas Day, they came to realize how they failed to give their daughter the most important gift, 
And they finally came to understand how much they lost. They made a vow that day to be more present in each other's lives and in the lives of those around them, all in honor of their daughter. And the daughter went on to help many other people understand what's truly important in life. At least she did until she got a promotion. <laughs> so, that person is you, isn't it? Yes, Jesse. It's <laughs> me. And I cannot begin to tell you how rewarding this experience has been. But, but then again, I don't need to tell you because you're going to find out yourself. I just got your next assignment. This one is not going to be easy. They are really throwing you into the deep end of the pool. Wow. So I really have to say goodbye to my friends? You'll be able to check in on them occasionally. And just as you will always be in them, they will always be in you. But yes, it's time. Bye, guys. I'll think of you every Thursday night. What am I saying? I'll think of you every single day. Stay charitable, Kevin. Stay vigilant, Randy. Stay generous, Izzy. Stay connected, Ava. Thank you for everything. I love you. And Merry Christmas. It's time to celebrate with our memories all around us. Cellophane and bright stars light up the night with cheer old friends from far away we let their love surround us and just for a little while we get to hold them near somewhere between the snowflakes there has to be a secret place a music that a Just one holy night, but a thousand acts of kindness. Strung together every day, like garland on the tree. Somewhere between the snowflakes, there has to be a secret place. A music that a whisper makes, it's Christmas peace. Oh. for that
with our memories all around us. Cellophane and bright stars light up the night with cheer. Somewhere between the snowflakes, there has to be a secret place. A If you've enjoyed this show, please share it with your family and friends on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download podcasts. The Thursday Night Club stars Kurt Hugo Schneider as Kevin, Madeline Bailey as Ava, Ashley De La Rosa as Izzy, Noah Galvin as Randy, and Ariel Jacobs as Jesse, and Kathleen Turner as the Angel. Other roles were performed by Jill Abramovitz, Oyoyo Bonner, Jared Spector, Mitchell Maxwell, and Lou Aronica. The Thursday Night Club was written by Lou Aronica and Stephen Manchester, based on the book by Stephen Manchester. It was directed by Mitchell Maxwell. Our sound designer and mixer was Dave Hart. Our associate director was Lucy Graham. Songs were written by Sharon Vaughn, Mo Dembe, Kurt Hugo Schneider, Dave Hart, and Lou Aronica, and were sung by Madeline Bailey, Ariel Jacobs, E. Clayton Cornelius, Kurt Hugo Schneider and Jules Aurora, and Dave Hart. The music was produced by Kurt Hugo Schneider and Dave Hart. Incidental music was written and performed by Dave Hart. For a complete list of show credits, visit our website at audiodramastudio.com. The Thursday Night Club is a production of the Audio Drama Initiative, copyright 2019. Hey, it's Lou with the Audio Drama Initiative. We hope you're loving the Thursday Night Club, and if you are, you might want to check out the original story on which it's based. You can find it in a book called The Thursday Night Club and Other Stories of Christmas Spirit, and you can get it wherever books are sold. In there, you'll not only find the original story by Stephen Manchester, but also two more of Steve's stories that will keep the Christmas spirit alive for you much, much longer. Get it now in paperback or ebook wherever you buy books.